the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm 1280 The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. The Justice Department and the FBI are considering whether or not everybody who stormed the Capitol on January 6th should be charged. Some say only those who were violent. The Washington Post reported on the internal deliberations Saturday that some federal officials pointed out logistical concerns of the cases swamping the local courthouse. Authorities estimate that roughly 800 people stormed the Capitol on January 6th. Individuals have been arrested across multiple states in connection with the attack. But each case is being prosecuted by the U.S. Attorney's Office for the District of Columbia. As of Saturday, the Justice Department had already charged more than 135 individuals with committing crimes on or around the grounds of the Capitol, with more charges expected in the coming weeks and months. Bernie Bennett in Washington. And in China, 11 miners in a gold mine that suffered an explosion two weeks ago have been rescued today. This is SRN News. Dan Proft pushes back. So it seems to me what you see playing out is uh, the D.C. press corps taking this opportunity to say that nothing existed in America with respect to the fraying of our social fabric prior to Donald Trump, that uh, the left has been conciliatory and constructive for the last four years in opposing Donald Trump. The Dan Proft Show, weeknights at 11 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. The closer edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network with Brad Carlson coming up next year on a Sunday. Thank you so much for joining us on AM 1280 The Patriot. Always right. We are the Twin Cities home for intelligent radio. Your forecast calls for a sunny day with a high of 21, down to 3 overnight for our low and for Monday. Mostly sunny and about 18. Check out the new Dinesh D'Souza podcast. You'll find it, and it's free at am1280thepatriot.com. You know Dinesh from his books and his films. Check out his new free podcast. That's at am1280thepatriot.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. 
on a uh, sunny Sunday out there. First time seeing the sun in quite a while. I, I you know, usually drive somewhere every day, whether it's to my day job, Monday through Friday, places to go on the weekends and whatnot. This is the first time in quite some time I've had to pull out the shades while I'm driving. So uh, definitely a nice problem to have. So we hope hope you are enjoying uh, your Sunday today. The first Sunday in a brand new presidential administration. Yes, uh, Joe Biden was officially inaugurated as president uh, this past Wednesday, January 20th. So we are uh, four days into a Biden presidency. Oh, yeah, we're going to we're going to talk about that quite a bit, uh, probably more in the second hour, but maybe a little bit in the first hour. But a lot to get to on that. In the second hour, and again, we hope you'll uh, give us a call, weigh in uh, via Twitter at hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention we are also live streaming the broadcast over at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So if you just want to look up the Northern Alliance Radio Network on Facebook, uh, give us a follow and a like, and uh, you know you can just uh, watch the uh, the broadcast right there. It's a great great opportunity for me to... Uh, interact with the listeners as well. So uh, we appreciate your support there. Uh, There's something that I'm wanting to get to. I'm going to take the first segment uh, to get to this, just to offer up some clarifications on a few things. Uh, many of you know, and I've and I've heard from you, you the listeners, a lot of you the listeners, that I've been quite uh, critical of, well, now former President Trump, Uh, Since Election Day, I've been very vocal that uh, his peddling QAnon conspiracy theories and asking uh, states, particularly the state of Georgia, to do things that are impossible to do, i.e. a signature audit of ballots that have already been passed through the machines, or calling a special session of the Georgia legislature to address voter fraud issues, which there's nothing the legislature can do regarding that. The Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, the Governor, Brian Kemp, not constitutionally bound or do not does not have the constitutional ability to overturn the election, which was won by Joe Biden in the state of Georgia. And I've been very critical of the president's behavior since Election Day. And I believe it was in large part why both Republicans out of Georgia lost their Senate seats and thus costing the Republicans a Senate majority and thus putting President Trump's legacy, some of his policies, in jeopardy if the Democrats try to get if the Democrats get rid of the Senate filibuster. And pointing these out has resulted in my being labeled a never-Trumper. When when Trump had his Facebook page up and whenever he would be lashing out at Governor Brian Kemp of, of uh, Georgia or Governor Doug Ducey of Arizona uh, for not bending to his whim, I've replied on his, you know, on these posts how unreasonable he's being and how you know, his continued calls for signature audit in Georgia were nonsensical, and it just shows his woeful ignorance of election law down there because the signatures on the ballot envelopes are already verified with the signature on the voter registration card, and the, and that is also matched with the signatures on people's driver's licenses. 
So the signature matches were done. Nobody from the Georgia Republican Party opted to verify them prior to the election. Because guess what? Once the ballot is removed from the ballot envelope, where it's the ballot envelope is signed, the ballot is then scanned through machine, it's gone. There is no way to match the envelope to the ballot because we can still vote in secret ballot in this country. So his calls for a signature audit were nonsense. And yet he kept calling for it every day, and I got tired of it, and I said, we're going to lose both Senate seats in Georgia if he continues this drumbeat. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. Republicans did not show up on January 5th runoff, and as a result, David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler both lost and barely lost, where if the Republicans just had normal runoff turnout, not even not even 100% of voting voters on Election Day, November 3rd, but if they just had normal runoff turnover, which was say, 85 to 90% of what showed up on Election Day, they would have won handily. But they didn't show up. So I, I've been critical of the president over that, and and I've been chided as a never-Trumper because of it. I've, I've received emails. There's been voicemails to the radio station here. There's been comments on different social media posts. Well, what a, you know, here we go, never-Trump hour. And you, if you want to believe that, that's that's your prerogative. I, you know, that's fine. But you're wrong. Never Trump would imply that I never supported Trump in anything at any point. And I've been very vocal. I was very vocal in my uh, opposition to Trump in 2015, 2016, when he was vying for the Republican nomination. Yeah, I was never Trump. That, That part is true. But once he got the nomination in 2016, I said, okay. If he gives me something that I can run with, that I can support, I I would support him. And I always went on the record saying I did not support Donald Trump in 2016, but ultimately, once I stepped into the voting booth, I, I voted for him. Whoa, 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 wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, time out, time out, time out, time out. You mean, you're, you've been telling me all you know, all the time you didn't support Trump in 2016? Yeah, right, I didn't. But for some reason, when I got in the voting booth, I I don't know what I don't know what came over me. I said, nah, I. I went with a lesser of two evils approach. Now, we can debate whether that that's a rational approach or if Trump really was the lesser of two evils. You know, we can debate that at another time. But that's how I felt, and I voted and I voted for him. And I voted for him also in 2020 because I felt like, based on his policies, he deserved reelection. But his behavior since Election Day, and then, of course, culminating with the riots at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th, that just is a bridge too far. And if he decides to run in 2024, I will not support him under any circumstances. So if you want to call that never Trump, that's fine. But it's it's I have not been never Trump the whole time he's been in office, the whole time he's been running for president. That's just emphatically false. And this is this is part of my frustration. When he does something objectionable, like personally attack somebody, like calling Governor Brian Kemp a clown or saying Brad Raffensperger's brother is employed by a Chinese tech firm. And I hit back at that because Governor Brian Kemp, I think, has done an exemplary job as governor. It's been one of the... he Remember when he reopened his state about April time frame, a month after the pandemic hit, the coronavirus pandemic? Many were, And some even said, well, Brian Kemp is is engaging in an exercise of human sacrifice. Well, guess what? They've had one of the lowest death rates down in Georgia. And the economy has been humming along. 
And yet Donald Trump is saying, I'm going to I'm going to get someone to primary that clown in 2022. Yeah, I'm going to hit back at that because I don't think that's good for Georgia. I don't think that's good for the Republican Party. Someone like Brian Kemp needs a place in the party because he made courageous decision in opening up Georgia's economy in the face of the pandemic when not a lot of other governors were showing that kind of fortitude. And it's paid off. They've had a low death rate. They've had a humming economy. And then to say Brad Raffensperger's brother is employed by a Chinese tech firm as if to imply that's why Georgia is not overturning Biden's victory is because Brad Raffensperger is compromised by China because his brother works for a Chinese tech firm. Emphatically false. There is a Raffensperger that works for a Chinese tech firm, but it's not Brad Raffensperger's brother. That is emphatically false. And pointing that out means I'm an ever-Trumper? I, I'm failing to understand that logic. This is the problem we've, we've got to in our politics today, and I don't think I'm saying anything that's exactly a revelation here, is that we cannot deviate from what the head of our tribe may believe, and in this case, the Republican Party and, and, and Donald Trump. And I'm not even a Republican. Okay, I vote for mostly Republicans, okay, but I'm not beholden to any party. Now, I'm right of center politically, so I will always vote for right-of-center candidates, whether it's a Republican, Constitution Party, Libertarian, what have you. Okay, I will never vote for a Democrat or, or a Green Party or Socialist Workers Party or whatever the hell is left of center. Won't do it. Okay, so that, that I'm, I'm just making that distinction. But the problem is we're often critical of our political opposites for certain behaviors, yet if we criticize those same behaviors in someone who is of our same political stripes— that's somehow being disloyal? I, I'm, I'm not understanding that logic at all, and I reject it wholeheartedly. So, no, I, I am not, nor have I ever been, never Trump. Well, let me rephrase that. I have never been never Trump once he, got, once he became the Republican nominee in 2016. And then ultimately I decided to vote for him in 2016 and 2020. But now, after what has happened, yeah, now, now at this very moment, yeah, I am. I, I will not I will not vote for Donald Trump if he runs in 2024. I'm going on the record saying that right now. But for those who are saying that I've always been, uh, it's just emphatically false. And I just wanted to take this first segment to offer up that clarifying statement. You can choose to believe me or not believe me or accept it or not accept it and continue to label me whatever you like. I don't really care. Um, I'm just throwing that out there right now. What What people... Think about remember the old saying: "What people's opinion of you is 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 none of your business," and that's true. I don't really care what you what you think about me. If you want to if you want to discuss it further down the line, I mean that's fine. But I've just wanted to throw out there right now my rationale. I mean, it shouldn't be an outrage to con- to condemn the president of the United States just because that president is a member of your own party of anything. I would think we would want to hold those we who earned our vote to a higher standard. I mean, doesn't that make sense? I don't have any expectations that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are going to be a good duo in the White House. I have zero expectations. Will I be critical of the decisions they make and the things that they say? Of course I will. But anybody who I vote for, I'm going to hold to a higher standard. I, I would think we would all embrace that philosophy. Because they earned you... you in your mind, heart, mind and heart, you, you're thinking, okay, this person has earned my vote. I'm going to vote for them. And if they do something or say something that 
you don't agree with, I would think that would be the time you'd absolutely call it out because they they earned your support enough to get your vote. Okay, what are they doing to keep it? So that is absolutely appropriate. So, again, just wanted to offer up a clarifying statement. I uh, just wanted to take one segment to do that, and uh, you can choose to believe me or not believe me. That's fine, but I at least thought I would get that on the record. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Uh, Editor-in-chief of Ricochet.com, John Gabriel. He is our guest next, coming up on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. How'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go? Well, now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day. All you need is a mini satellite installed and you can have unlimited internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is satellite internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast internet to surf or stream television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expensive cable bill. 800-430-8761-800-430-8761-800-430-8761. That's 800-430-8761. Pick it up or take it out, rackshacktogo.com or rackshackdelivery.com. It's so easy. Hey, you've been working hard. Half the staff is gone and your crew needs a lift. Go to rackshacktogo.com for pickup or rackshackdelivery.com and we'll bring it out to you. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue, AM 1280, The Patriot, and iHeartRadio. They go together like freedom and the Second Amendment. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. Hey, welcome back. 
1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call if you have any comments or questions on any of the show content. And you can also use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. For any comments or questions, and as always, we appreciate you tuning in. I want to get to our first guest of the broadcast today, uh, John Gabriel. He is the editor-in-chief of Ricochet. Check out their fine website, by the way, ricochet.com. And he also hosts a podcast on that very website as well, entitled uh, King of Stuff. And John is also a contributor to his uh, home state's newspaper, the Arizona Republic. Brought John on to talk about uh, what the Republican Party does going forward now that uh, Trump is out of office. Uh, his uh, home state's party, uh, Republican Party, that is, Arizona Republicans, making some headlines themselves over the weekend and uh, kind of get John's perspective on that as well. Uh, John Gabriel, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network, sir. Good to have you on. Uh, great to be on. Thanks for having me. You and, bet. Uh, shout out to everybody in the Twin Cities and beyond. My wife is actually from Adina, is where she was uh, raised until she was about six. So uh, hello to her ancestral homeland. Okay. And, and you're not from the area, John, because otherwise you'd know it's pronounced Adina. I don't know if you know that or not. Oh. <laughs> It's all I'm good, sir. Redhead. I don't know what's going on. I, uh, my parents are from uh, the thriving metropolis of Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. So youpers have a slightly, uh, I don't know, I, I guess a similar accent to uh, the people in Duluth, which that, I've also visited. So. That's true. That's an excellent point. Is that, and is that, the, uh, is that the source of your Packer fandom, John Gabriel, being a youper? Yes, it certainly is. That was the closest team, and everybody in the UP. Youpers cannot like anything from Detroit. So uh, Green Bay, it was. I got that from my dad when we had no team out here in Arizona when I was a little kid, and uh, they were terrible when I was a kid. So yes. it's kind of nice that they actually have a playoff game. Uh, when I was a kid, they never got to the playoffs. Yeah, well, John, you and I are about the same age, and I've, I've been a lifelong Vikings fan, so I remember those days back uh, when the Packers were, you always look forward to them on the schedule. Not so much the past 30 years, that's that's for certain. So, uh, yeah, congratulations on the uh, on the playoff game. Uh, I think they're going to win today. I think they are. Um, you know, it's, it's perfect ideal playoff conditions in Lambeau, I believe. Exactly, yeah. And my wife is a rabbit Vikings fan, so she's like, I don't know if I can watch this. I don't want either of these teams to win. Yeah, perfectly understandable. Well, uh, anyways, <laughs> we want to uh, move forward here, John. As we alluded to, um, obviously a lot going on in this uh, uh, past week. The uh, new uh, Joe Biden administration uh, sworn in, took their oath of office this past Wednesday. Uh, John, I happened to listen to a little bit of your most recent podcast where you had uh, indicated uh, probably a little tongue-in-cheek where uh, healing was going to rain down upon the nation like a cleansing stream, cleaning everything up. Uh, do we feel healed and unified yet, uh, John Gabriel? Do we know? Uh, not exactly. Um, yeah, for all this talk about unity um, in governance, he's doing the complete opposite from the very start. Um, it seems like he tried to find um, all the divides, all the wounds in our cultural differences in this country and just tried to stab at them constantly, rip open those wounds. You know, abortion is one thing, killing so many jobs with the pipelines and uh, the oil and gas, the whole energy sector. Um, he seems like he might talk about unity, but boy, oh boy, he wants to divide by his policies and, you know, fire people from their jobs. It is, it is not good for unifying the nation. So uh, are you of the mindset? I know a lot of people seem to be, you know, you see Joe Biden on the campaign trail on the, on the occasions he actually did get out on the trail. 
obviously looking every bit of his 78 years and some say beyond, are you of the mindset that uh, even though he insists he's going to be a one-term president, that he probably would not even uh, last four years, John Gabriel? Um, yeah, not to be rude. We are all getting older. And, of course. Uh, you yeah. know, may, may God grant him many years. However, I'm thinking it might be a half-term president. Um, he's just, he's not looking healthy. And uh, those of us who have aging parents, some who have passed away, you just look at them and you're, you know, all my friends, you know. Uh, whenever we would see him talk, well, like, oh, man, that reminds me of my dad when he started getting bad. Sure. You know, it, it's just obvious, and the press is somehow wrong to talk about that. But, you know, growing up with Reagan as president, man, every day it was like, oh, his his brain is slowing down. He's mm-hmm. old to be president. And, you know, Biden is the oldest guy we've ever had in the White House. And uh, some people, you know, gosh, Trump has more energy than I had at 20. Right. But uh, some people show it a little earlier than others, and boy, uh, Joe Biden is really showing it. And you just wonder, especially with his talk of unity and then the action he's taking, you do wonder how much you know he's involved in the day-to-day because he's got all these progressives around him who are probably say, all right, sign this, and he does, and that's that. Well, uh, talked a little bit about, uh, you You know, you alluded to President Trump, obviously. Uh, he was a, a one-term president moving on, obviously, I think— it kind of all came to a head uh, uh, January sixth, the riots at the Capitol when they when Congress was certifying the results of the election, specifically what the electors had uh, put forth. Uh, very very uh, disturbing day in America to watch. I you know I'm not going to engage in hyperbole and suggest that it may be the worst day this country's ever seen. I'm only 51 years old. I I didn't see you know things that took place back in the 60s. All that having having been said, John Gabriel, um, going forth. Now that Trump has moved on, there's he's talking, you know, possibility of forming a third party, the Patriot Party. And there are some members, Matt Gatz, uh, congressman out of Florida, who said, no, this is still Trump's party. These are Trump's principles, what what have you. Um, your best guess, John Gabriel, what does the uh, what does the party do going forward? How do they go forward? Because a lot of people are saying, look, we can't go back to what we were pre-Trump. But in my opinion, um, what Trump had be what it had became Trump's final days as presidency. That's certainly not sustainable either. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, and I think it's really going to have to unwrap over a few months. But um, people were very concerned at the end of Bush's second term because you had the financial collapse, you sure. had the wars in the Middle East, and Republicans all over the place, kind of from the other side of Trump the more conservative Republicans were just kind of tired of business as usual. We don't want that. Um, he lost. Oh, my gosh, the world's going to end. Then Obama started dividing the nation, and boom, you know, Team Republican was unified in a second. I, I think the chief unifying agent uh, for the GOP is going to have nothing to do with Trump or any hopefuls for 2024. It's all going to be on the Democrats just kind of protect uh, what economy we have, trying to build up jobs trying not to just, you know, the word trillion is thrown around like, you know, I don't know, they used to talk about in the old days nickels and dollars, and mm-hmm. now it's just trillion dollars this, three trillion dollars that, four trillion dollars for this other bill. And it has to break at a certain time. So I think there will be some unity, and I think we're probably going to move on for Trump. It's not a measure of, oh, we have to attack him nonstop. I think people on both sides, on the left or the right, 
they need to move on from Trump because we have, we have real problems. And this country, our government is not developed to be focused on one single person. Um, the media tried to do that with Obama. We saw that as well. Everything was about him. But we really got to focus on coming together on these various issues and trying to push for it. Like uh, with this COVID, you know, in Chicago, we have teachers refusing to return to school. and. Yeah. Suicide rates are rising among teens. It's just horrifying. Um, I have two daughters in my teens, and just reading these things, I, I think there's a whole lot of issues that we can build common cause with independents, with even centrist Democrats, those who are left, and Republicans across the spectrum. I, I think a lot of people are going to be focusing on the bad stuff the Democrats are doing because they're running the show now, and all. You know, in both houses of Congress and in the White House, they're running the show. So I think that a lot of unity over the next six months is going to come from that. And Trump's going to kind of depart from the narrative a little. And and everybody, you know, people, you know, so many people who love Trump's like, let him have a couple month break. You know, right. <laughs> a very high stress four years. Uh, there's pictures on Twitter. Reporters are still flying around taking pictures. He's golfing. Let him enjoy a few uh Cocktails poolside, well, I guess it'd be virgin cocktails because he's not a drinking man, but just let him relax for a few months and uh, enjoy his time off. He did a lot of good. He had a lot of things in his record uh, that really helped the country uh, from base peace, not starting any new wars, lowering taxes, just getting rid of tons and tons of regulations. So uh, let's try to build on that and also keep reaching out to the working class all over this country. you know, it, it's very important that we, you know, don't do this. Well, let's return back to the good old days because they were not good old days. They obviously weren't sufficient. Once again, we are joined by John Gabriel. He, the editor in chief at Ricochet. Check out their fine work, ricochet.com. And occasionally check out his uh, writings at the Arizona Republic as well. Uh, John, we need to take a uh, quick break. Are you able to hold for uh, another segment or two? You got it. Okay, John Gabriel will be back with us for another segment. We're going to talk a little bit about his uh, home uh, state Republican Party, the Arizona Republican Party, that uh, made a few headlines over the weekend. And we'll also take your phone calls if you have any comments or questions, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment with our guest, John Gabriel. Go nowhere. Hi, this is PJ from PJ's Appliance Outlet, your local, family-owned, and operated appliance store. No matter where you live in the Twin Cities, PJ's is worth the drive. We're centrally located in Plymouth. Just this past month, we've had satisfied customers from Maple Grove, St. Paul, Minneapolis, Eden Prairie, Bloomington, all over the Twin Cities. We take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores by simply providing over-the-top customer service, great quality products at unbeatable prices. PJ's has quickly become the trusted go-to store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You can save hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars on brand new warrantied name brand refrigerators, ovens, washers and dryers, dishwashers and freezers, top brands like LG, Frigidaire and much more. Come visit our showroom today and ask for PJ, Bob or Jake or visit our website at PJsApplianceOutlet.com. That's PJsApplianceOutlet.com where every deal is a steal. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. Psalm 23.4 tells us, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, 
I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. We were talking briefly about caning the other day, a punishment that can quickly deter people from crimes. The Lord's staff, a tool of the shepherd, and the rod to correct behavior, both bring comfort to the psalmist. Kind of crazy. I sure do find it easy to appreciate when the Lord uses the staff to guide me, and as a consequence, the other sheep that walk with me. It's a little less easy to appreciate the use of the rod, even though I know it is absolutely required to drive folly from a child of God. Isn't it strange that these two very different tools bring us closer to the very same comforter? If you have any comments about this or other scripture, feel free to contact me at lee at thekingdombuilders.com. That's L-E-E at thekingdombuilders.com. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. Sorry about that. Bad timing. I went into a coughing fit just as we come back on the air. But uh, the cough button work okay? I'm assuming. My goodness. Apologize for that, folks. Hey, we're going to rejoin our guest, uh, John Gabriel. He's the editor in chief of Ricochet. Check out their work at ricochet.com. He, John is also an occasional contributor uh, to his home state newspaper, the Arizona Republic. Uh, John Gabriel, since uh, 2018, the state of Arizona has uh, seen both U.S. Senate seats uh, flip from Republican to Democrat, and only for the second time since 1948 has the Republican presidential candidate lost the state of Arizona. And apparently your uh, home state Republican Party responded to this by censuring Cindy McCain? John Gabriel, uh, what's what's going on with that? <laughs> As well as Governor oh, Doug Ducey and former Senator Jeff Flake uh, also received censures, uh, which they're all wearing as a badge of honor, I think. Uh, what's going on down there, John Gabriel? Oh, boy, I have to tell you, um, a lot of people have been contacting me and saying, boy, you know, you guys got to fix that party. And, it, and I had to leave that party several I, years ago. Because yeah, John, it, you're it, saying, who's we? Uh, <laughs> right, right. And I think a lot of people have done that like me. Um, I checked out party registration um, recently, and Republicans used to absolutely dominate on registration, and now they are just neck and neck, like 1% 
behind Republicans or independents, probably a lot of former Republicans there like me, and then 1% behind independents or Democrats. So mm. uh, I think independents are going to be the largest quote-unquote party in the state very soon, and part of it is just this crazy infighting they do. The Arizona GOP as an organization exists to get Republicans elected. That's their job. Right. And if you do that, talk all the trash you want. You can, you can be in the newspapers every other week for crazy scandals. Your job is to win elections. And in 2018, they lost one Senate seat, which was very bad. We hadn't had a Democrat senator since about 1991, if memory serves. And uh, now they've lost both seats, um, easily winnable elections. And their reaction to it is to attack Republicans. They aren't—they never seem to attack Democrats. That seems beyond the point to them. Instead, they want to stake out categories within the party and purge people that they just don't like at the moment. We have a two-term governor in a second term, Doug Ducey, who's done a remarkable job, especially um, in opposition to, you know, it's basically what CNN, how CNN feels about, uh, felt about Trump is how the local media feels and acts towards Governor Doug Ducey. And still, the economy has been booming. Jobs have been pouring in. Of course, we have California next door to us. They're flooding into our state, bringing jobs, because California is such a mess now. And instead of celebrating these great things that actual conservative governance is doing, um, the state party apparatus just wants to attack. And so, yeah, they even censured... The governor, um, who's done a very good job, who's, you know, not wishy-washy. He wasn't, you know, hashtag never Trump. He was none of these things. He was out there working his rear end off, appearing with Trump, doing all sorts of wonderful things for the state. And, um, yeah, I it's really hard to figure out what is going on uh, with the state party. It's like all the grown-ups have left, and it's just a crazy mess. Well, I, I I'm glad you brought up uh, the the dynamic with the state of California because we you know we saw again as we alluded to the the state go blue for the president for the Democrat um, go for the presidential election I should say for the first or only the second time uh, since 1948 I think uh, Bill Clinton also won there in 1996. So that having been said, uh, is there a concern? You know, you talk about people leaving California to come to Arizona because you know better economy, better standard of living, and whatever else, are you concerned that they're also bringing their politics with them and that Arizona may be blue for some time? Is that uh, something that uh, uh, a dynamic you're concerned about, John Gabriel? Yeah, there's a lot of concern about that. I, I wish the Arizona GOP organization would be concerned about that, um, but they apparently are too distracted. But um, yeah, it's definitely a concern because again and again, you see it places, you, you see how, you know, Austin, Texas has always been pretty blue for Texas, but now they're just, you know, let's defund the police and it's just going crazy. When you have a lot of people fleeing California, um, they come to the new states, don't understand. It's like they don't stop five minutes to think, why did I leave California? What happened there? And instead, you get people who will... You know, they'll move to new developments in the exurbs of Phoenix and, you know, level the desert and build new red-tiled homes. Then they move out there, and then a month later, they're building a development past them, and they're, like, all nimby about it. No, you can't expand any further. We're the the furthest you can expand. You're going to ruin our mountain views. So it's just kind of they bring a lot of their politics with them. Uh, the good thing is you also get a lot of people who have been tired of California Democratic Party uh, for years, and they move to Arizona and say, oh, finally, at least there's a few people that agree with me. 
And uh, we're always reminding our California, our uh, former California neighbors, okay, remember why you moved here. There's a reason you couldn't afford to live in California anymore. And you moved here and could get a nice big house with a big yard. Um, it's different here because we've had so many uh, Republican policies. Um, even when we've had uh, Democratic governors, for instance, they never go too far. They just can't. They're not going to be allowed to. So uh, they basically run as, uh, I don't know, centrist Republicans. So they don't go too far. They don't go into Gavin Newsom territory. So it's very concerning that they're going to bring their politics with them, that's for sure. We want to, uh, I guess, take a uh, shift here to the impeachment proceedings. Obviously, the U.S. House uh, voted uh, to impeach uh, now former President uh, Donald Trump. The articles, I guess, are going to, I don't know, if they haven't been, they are going to be moving on to the uh, U.S. Senate. It's a pretty high threshold, John Gabriel, in order to uh, convict Trump. Obviously, he's now out of office, but I think the goal is if they get that uh, two-thirds majority to convict him, then, from what I understand, it would only take then a simple majority vote to uh, bar him from ever running for elected office again in the future. Uh, your perspective on these impeachment proceedings, John Gabriel, number one, do you think they'll be successful? Can they find 17 Republicans in addition to the 50 Democrats? And secondly, do you think that uh, Donald Trump should be barred from ever running for office again? Well, I think the voters ultimately make that decision um, if they want him in. Um, you know, if they don't want him in, they're going to bar them themselves. I mean, it's all a lot of headaches for long, long-time Republicans just to, okay, he's been officially eliminated from future office. But still, that's not going to change the hearts and minds of uh, conservative voters. Uh, as far as the impeachment goes, it was one of those things where – since you have the January 6th uh, riots going on in Capitol Hill, if Pelosi actually wanted to remove him from office, and a lot of people were very concerned. He was still on Twitter, and they're like, oh, my gosh, what else is going on? What else is he going to say? She had to have that impeachment done in two days and then delivered to the Senate before the weekend hit. And instead, she kind of dragged her feet, and then she wouldn't say if she was giving it to the Senate. Then she said, okay, we're moving it to the Senate and there's no longer a threat of another riot-type situation. Um, if you wanted to get Republican votes, you'd do it when the emotion's high, when everybody's freaking out about this, right. who had just dealt with that riot. But now he's left. I, I just, it just seems like a waste of time, and I think it's going to be very unpopular um, with not only Trump fans, but even a lot of more centrist Biden voters because they're thinking, look, we're dealing with COVID, we're dealing with unemployment, we're dealing with our kids not being able to go back to school. Can you please focus on that instead of this guy who used to be president and you want to say that you hate him one last time after he's left? It, it just seems like a real waste of time. And I think Democrats, if they care about winning over the American people, they'd be focused on fixing actual problems instead of these kind of silly partisan games. It, it, it seems doomed to failure. I can't imagine 17 Republicans would vote um, to convict him in the Senate just mm -hmm. because it's beyond the point now. He's not in the White House anymore. And it seems like they have so many reasons just to say, look, he's not even in office. Why are we wasting time on it? That's plenty of cover for a Republican, even someone who, you know, I don't know, it might be wishy-washy on Trump. They have plenty of excuses not to vote for his conviction in the Senate. 
Yeah, and I think they're strongly signaling that because they were willing to push the trial out for uh, an additional week or two, that kind of sends a strong signal that the votes just aren't there uh, to convict him. Because if they were, as you alluded to, while it's still fresh in everybody's minds, is to hurry up and and get through it. And and I I don't know. I mean, do you do you do you get a sense that perhaps uh, President Biden might say, "Look, we have an agenda to try to address here, and if we're going to be bogged down with this impeachment stuff, we're not going to be able to." To get to it, do you think uh, the president might step in at, at this particular point? I think he should, because the first 100 days is when the president is supposed to really push hard his legislative agenda. And he's got an entire cabinet to get through the Senate and approved. If they waste half an hour when they could be doing things like that, you know, and things like pushing COVID and things like that, that's what they really need to focus on doing, actual results for the American people. And I think it's just going to stymie his agenda going forward if they waste any time, let alone how many weeks an impeachment would take. And, of course, uh, on a lighter note, uh, when uh, Senator Schumer uh, this past Friday was reading the statement that uh, senators will have to decide if Donald John Trump incited the insurrection, he accidentally said incited the <clears throat> uh, erection. And John Gabriel uh, won Twitter that day when he said, if your impeachment trial lasts more than four hours, please consult your physician. So, <laughs> John Gabriel, you won Twitter that day. I don't know if anybody declared you the winner, but uh, I thought that was the best line. <laughs> and by the way, uh, if uh, if you're not following John Gabriel on Twitter, well, why the heck not? Uh, just check out XJohn. That's E-X-J-O-N, XJohn on Twitter. An entertaining follow I've been following John for many, many years and enjoyed his tweets. He kind of seems to be a level head, someone who can provide a little levity uh, in times where uh, it's um, yeah, it, it's pretty uh, harrowing to watch some of the events unfolding. And uh, uh, John, I don't know if you're, I don't know if you've accepted that mantle or not, but I kind of look to you for a little levity and when times get a little <laughs> tough. So we appreciate that for sure. <laughs> you bet. And thanks to the Northern Alliance, I've been reading you guys since the start. So. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, 17 years in March. The Northern Alliance has uh, uh, been on the air here in the uh, uh, Twin Cities. I've been here almost uh, 10 years myself. So, yeah, it's 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 been fun. No stop sign in front of us yet. Uh, by the way, how did you – I've been meaning to ask you, is is your Twitter handle, is that kind of a knockoff of Exxon, John? I mean, how did you come up with that? <laughs> <laughs> it's um... – it's a long story, but when I, I used to just blog anonymously when I worked in the private sector for many, many years. I spent most of my time just working in the private sector, doing marketing and things like that. And um, I had a little blog, since me and my buddies lived out in the excerpts, um, kind of like the Northern Alliance. In the excerpts, we had the Exurban League, and so that was the name of our blog, the Exurban League. And we would talk about politics, but alongside grilling and lawn care and all those kind of things okay. that we were dealing with as uh, newly married homeowners kind of a situation. And uh, so I would just call myself Exurban John because I didn't want to give my full name, and that got shortened to X John. And okay. that's what, for better or worse, that's what I signed up to Twitter as. And uh, then I tried to just change it to my name, and everybody's like, no, don't do it, don't do it. So I'm like, all right, X John it is, I guess. And and you may not know the if, folks if you've if you've been on Twitter for any length of time you may not know the Twitter handle X John but once you go to it again E X J O N you'll recognize that avatar that avatar is uh, I think that's gone viral over the past several years John Gabriel very ingenious right. indeed so well again we've been joined by John Gabriel he the editor in chief of Ricochet again check out their fine work Ricochet dot com and John's occasional writings at the Arizona Republic. Uh, 
John, it went way too fast. It's been a genuine pleasure to finally talk to you, sir. Uh, Best of luck uh, going forward, and I hope we can uh, call on you again soon. We appreciate the time. That sounds great. Great to chat with you as well, Brad. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Whoa! Look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream the Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. This is a national health care alert from the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one has diabetes, listen closely. Now, regardless of your age, if you have insurance, you may qualify to receive diabetic testing supplies with little to no out-of-pocket cost. Get free delivery, free information, and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers for free. Call the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline now for details. Toll free at this number. But wait, there's more. If you call right now, you could get a meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you a free pair of diabetic socks as our special gift to you. Regardless of your age, if you suffer with diabetes and have insurance, you may qualify to get free delivery of your supplies. 800-439-7409. 800-439-7409. 800-439-7409. That's 800-439-7409. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Minnesota needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is broadcasting once again, not from our usual undisclosed bunker, but from the ice. I'm Brad Carlson, here with Mitch Berg. Join us on Medicine Lake in Plymouth for our annual Holes for Heroes live broadcast. An opportunity to salute veterans and those currently serving in the armed forces. Find us on Medicine Lake or tune in from the comfort of home Saturday the 6th from 1 to 3 here on AM 1280 The Patriot. Thanks to Snelling Heating for sponsoring the broadcast. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM 1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. I want you to want me. Welcome back. AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. One final segment this hour. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. 
That's hashtag N-A-R-N show for any comments or questions. Again, I'm closing out this edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network Programming, or this weekend's uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network Programming. You can catch my friend and colleague, King Banyan, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. It is The King Banyan Show, Saturdays, 9 to 11 a.m. And my friend and colleague, Mitch Berg, is heard on these very airwaves, AM 1280, The Patriot. He is the headliner edition of the NARN, heard Saturdays, 1 to 3 p.m. I am the closer, closing out weekends, Sundays, 1 to 3 p.m. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. I had a fantastic chat uh, with John Gabriel. Uh, always found him very entertaining on Twitter. I've enjoyed his podcasts and his writings at ricochet.com. And glad we were finally able to make it work. I just finally sent a, a, a con- uh, I filled out the contact us form on his website, xjohn.com. Asked him if he'd like to come on the show. He said, Matt, yeah, I'd love to. And uh, he's uh, very insightful. And uh, um, like I say, when we're witnessing what we witnessed on January 6th, uh, kind of some harrowing times uh, in this in this country, uh, the fact John can engage a little levity at, at times. Now he's not, uh, you know, he's not the type of guy who ignores uh, the you know the ugly side of what's going on in our politics. I mean, he's not cal- he's not completely flippant about it. Um, in fact, when uh, after the riots, he wrote a very uh, strong worded piece in the Arizona Republic, basically saying Trump's done. He needs to be thrown out of office. OK, so not a lot of levity extended there, but uh, uh, he can provide it. So I appreciate John's time. Hopefully I can call on him again. I've, I've uh, got his number, so hopefully he'll acquiesce to that. And I didn't I, I don't think I mentioned to him that I'm not rooting for his Packers. But if you listen to this show, uh, you, the listeners, probably know that goes without saying uh, but only got a few minutes remaining, but I just wanted to uh, issue a special programming note. You heard during the commercial that we are going to be having our annual Holes for Heroes live broadcast. That's going to be at Medicine Lake in Plymouth uh, Saturday, February 6th. So, again, Mitch Berg and I will be out there uh, from 1 to 3 p.m. for the headliner edition of the NARN. Mitch is always kind enough to let me tag along. This is I had, to, I had to go back and think about it. This is my ninth consecutive year. Yeah, it was February of 2013 is the first time I ever went out there with Mitch because uh, Ed Morrissey, who was his partner for many, many years, uh, he had left the NAR in the previous year. So this is my ninth time out on the ice, and I've had a blast each and every time. And I'll tell you what, early February in Minnesota, think it gets a little cold, thinks it gets a little snowy. Yeah, you, you can get some of those elements, no doubt about it. I think of the eight previous years I have done this broadcast with Mitch out there on Medicine Lake. It has probably been below 30 degrees twice in eight years. I'll take it. I'm serious. I will take that. We have been blessed with some pretty good weather. Okay. And, it, you know, it helps. We have kind of the uh, the, the tent out there and the, and the heater going on, which kind of seems counterproductive to have a heater on ice. But we don't. We've never fallen through the ice, so it's all good there. But we've been pretty blessed with with some pretty good weather. Again, that'll be two weeks from yesterday. Uh, again, Saturday, February six, we'll be out there on the ice, and um, you know, just uh, doing our broadcast. We'll obviously talk to the. Uh, founder of uh, Fishing for Life, that's the uh, organization that puts on this annual event. Tom Goodrich, he's always joins us each and every year. And we can never do this broadcast without the generous sponsorship uh, from our main sponsor, which is Snelling Heating. Uh, 
Phil Crinky, friend of the broadcast. He is uh, the owner of Snelling Heating, and he always uh, provides sponsorship for this broadcast. And we always like to have Phil join us for a segment or two, so I'm sure if Phil doesn't come out to the ice, he will definitely be calling in and we'll chat with Phil. And obviously, he's got some opinions as well uh, on the political landscape. If you remember, Phil was a state legislature uh, here in Minnesota uh, the first half of uh, the 2000s, first half of the decade. And, or the yeah first half of the new millennium I should say first few years of the new millennium what however uh from like the early 2000s I think he lost in 2006 uh, anyways he was best he was best known as Dr No he did not uh sign on to any tax increases any increase in government spending whatsoever so he got that reputation which he wears as a badge of honor so uh with that kind of uh, mindset that kind of philosophy yeah, I have a feeling Phil is going to have a few things to say about this uh, brand new Joe Biden administration. What do you think? So, again, that'll be uh, we'll be on the air from one to three p.m. Uh, from what I understand, we're going to have the their Holes for Heroes is going to have different tournaments on multiple lakes. Obviously, with uh, COVID still being pretty prevalent, it's not it's more conducive to socially distance on a big lake when you're outdoors. Obviously, but. From what I understand, they're going to have it on multiple lakes. So we'll try to get the skinny on that as well uh, and what the inspiration for that is. But this is a great benefit. Again, all proceeds from this ice fishing tournament go to benefit those families who have uh, immediate family members in active duty military. So great cause. Check out their website, fishingforlife.org. And we'll look forward to the broadcast. It's always, a, it's always a blast. Always have a lot of fun. Hour number one in the books, hour number two coming back in mere moments. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Back in a few. Open all the doors and let you out into the world. Closing time. Turn all of the lights on over. We can all agree that a good education benefits students, their family, and society as a whole. Education shapes your child into the person they will become. Join your local hosts, Rebecca Hagstrom and Mark Durkin, as they explore how to get the best education for your child while ensuring that the values you're teaching at home are being respected. From cursive to curriculum and everything in between, school is now in session. Education Nation, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. I'm Dr. Andrea Russo, a cardiologist. Maybe you're waiting to talk to your doctor right now. But if you're having an irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, don't wait. This could be a serious condition like atrial fibrillation, which can make you about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you're having these symptoms, don't wait. Talk to a doctor by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Fire. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. 
With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. In 1930, the price of gas was 20 cents, a loaf of bread cost 9 cents, and standard heating and air conditioning was born. To ring in the new year, standard heating is offering $1,930 off a new high-efficiency furnace and air conditioner combination. Happy New Year to you! Standard Heating is a fourth-generation Minnesota family-owned company celebrating 91 years of business with special pricing on high-efficiency furnace combinations. Standard Heating offers 0% financing and payment options. Ask for details. In celebration of their 91st year in business, Standard Heating's furnace tune-up and safety check is only $91. With savings on a new furnace and AC combination from Standard Heating, you will feel comfy cozy all year long. The $1,930 off furnace air conditioning combo and tune-up specials end January 31st. Visit standardheating.com today, providing the comfort you deserve and saving you bread for 91 years. That's standardheating.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, WWT.